0: fire, our culture is disintegrating hey
3: in this program are based on the holy spirit leading of a man called coach
1: i gotta ask you this out there christian america
3: it's time for pass the salt with a coach dave daubenmeyer
1: well if my math is right it's 1774 today spence is that right 1774 show number uh oh, Spencer's on top of it. He says it's 75. 1775. So I better make a correction. I got a little running list here, but make that correction. Uh, hey, the quote of the day Paul Goslin, we in the, in the, in the pre show, said, Doesn't matter what you know if you don't care. That, that's the quote of the day. In fact, I'm writing it down here, Paul. Doesn't matter what you know if you don't care. In fact, Oh, my goodness, the more you know, the more you ought to care. I think I think that's almost scriptural. I think I could find that probably some, oh, for him to know to do good and not to do it, to him it is sin. So, hmm, doesn't matter what you know if you don't care. That's why we're here. We're on the information superhighway here. I'm stealing that line from somebody else, but I got so much stuff laying on the plate here today. I'm trying to figure out. Lord, give me some direction here this morning because I want to talk about this and this, and I got to get this in here and this in there. I got to squeeze this in here. Got to squeeze this in here, and just trying, just trying to get it all in here. Just trying. Now, look, I want to also help all of you understand this, and this is for people. I think this is really, really important for us to understand. We have many people. Many, many infiltrators now now i'm uh say coach what's an infiltrator Well, i don't know remember what john f kennedy told us infiltration rather than invasion by infiltration because this is an open forum and it's you know it's been it's being played on so many things so many different uh channels uh, platforms uh there are a lot of people that are, who are watching who have nefarious reasons for watching you guys give me a thumbs up if you know what i'm talking about here today so I just want I just want to caution everybody uh to be careful what you share on this platform because the enemy gets it. They they're ahead of us. You know, uh we went to a, I went to a drag tree, drag queen story hour this weekend. And I don't know if you noticed this or not, I never mentioned it. Never mentioned it all week. Because I knew that if I mentioned it, that the opposition would show up. They watch they watch the show. Michelle and the girls, they watch the show. And so, if I said I'm going to be at the clinic on Friday, they'll be at the clinic. And it's deeper than that because I know we're trying to plan some things, some activities, and it's hard to do it uh, and keep it somewhat private. But understand this: that when you come on here, like you announce, uh, let's say we announced that we were going to go to a school board meeting someplace, you better know this: the enemy then becomes aware of it. And from experience, when uh, when I was going to be hired as football coach here locally. And a word got out that I was going to be hired, and the homos found out about it. The Luciferian homosexuals found out about it. They spread the word, and they filled the room at our local school board, and I didn't get hired. It's because the word got out. Well, the reason the word got out, though, is somebody on the board leaked the word. That's a whole entirely different thing. I don't want to get bogged down. I'm just trying to say this, folks. When, when you say something on this air, it ain't a secret anymore. Somebody give me a thumbs up. You understand that? Be like being in a huddle. I'm a foot coach in a football, and it's fourth and one. And I get in the huddle, and I tell everybody what we're going to run. I tell our team what we're going to run, and I'll be darned. The other team can hear me; they can hear me say it. And so when we go to run the play, the play's not effective because they they know they know the play that's coming. So I just caution a lot of you out there: uh, it's a free flow of information, whether you believe it or not. I don't control the free flow, and. Uh, We just have to be careful. Hey, just thought of this. Christmas time, I got a lot of hats. They'd be great gifts. They would be great gifts. And you can order them online. Send it to your husband, to your son, to whoever. Beautiful under a Christmas tree. Two different kinds of camo, although I'm really, really short on these. And I got the red, white, and blue one that I'm wearing. And I also got this thing. I don't even know if it's on the list. So, hey, spend some Christmas money with us. Help us. Stay up here and run it. Man, got a lot to talk about here today. Myra, go ahead and pray us in real quickly. Well, you don't have to do it quickly. Uh, come on and pray us in. Coach. Hey, listen, also keep in mind Debbie Perkins been really, really sick. Just found that out. She's uh, she's uh, climbing up out of that hole that she's in. And others I'm sure out there they are really fighting some stuff too. So let's, hey, you got to tell us so we know so we can pray for one another. Go ahead, Myra.
5: Yes, Coach. Good morning, Harold. How are we doing? The reading today is going to be from John 2, 2 through 5.
1: It's on the screen.
5: Okay. It is written, And both Jesus was called and his disciples to the marriage. And when they wanted wine, the mother of Jesus said unto him,
1: We don't drink here. We don't drink here. Alcohol is a sin. Is that what she said, (laughs) Myra? No. (laughs) She didn't say that? Okay. (laughs) Okay.
5: Jesus say unto her, Woman, what have I do with thee? Mine hour is not yet to
1: come. Notice she went to Jesus and said they need some wine. She didn't go to him and say, Can you believe these heathens are drinking wine? Can you believe that, son? What no, she said to him, she said, They need wine, they have no wine. Hey, geez, they have no wine. And did he chastise him? No, he said, Look, what are you doing? My time hadn't come yet. Don't expose me here, mom. All right, huh? Keep going.
5: His servants say unto the servants, Oh, what?
1: So his mother turns to the servants after he just said, Don't expose me yet. His mother just said, Uh, boys and girls, whatever he says unto you. Do it. Yes. Wow. Sorry, Myra. I just had to throw that two cents in there. That's pretty that, good, isn't it? Huh? Yeah. Look, the Bible says not to be drunk with wine. Not to be drunk with wine. Not to be drunk with wine. Go, go ahead. Holy Spirit. By the way, Myra. Hang on, Myra. Come on, folks. Nothing ever good happens when you're drunk. Nothing good ever happens when you're drunk. Go ahead.
5: Yes, Coach. Holy Spirit, you're welcome to coach Dave Haddle, and we open our hearts to you. Our released anointing that destroys the power of evil in Jesus' name. Amen.
1: Amen. 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 Anybody think I'm a heretic because of what Jesus just said, the way I just interpreted that? That's why I've read this many, many times. Both Jesus called and His disciple the marriage. And Jesus, you notice, Jesus didn't say, "Honey, they're having." Mom, they're serving alcohol. I can't go. I can't go to them. I can't go to that wedding, Mom. They're serving alcohol there. He didn't say that, did he? No, he didn't say that. She said, Gee, she went to and said, They're out of wine. Or, no, she didn't say they're out of wine, he said they didn't have any. She said, hey, Don't get me involved with in this. <laughs> don't come, don't get me involved with in this. My hour's not yet come. And she said, Okay, listen, whatever he says unto you, do it. That's the gospel. So we're going to talk about today, Myra. Whatever he says unto you, do it. Now, before I get too far along. We got two things to talk about. Mel, come on in and talk about what's going on with the Liberty Action Network plan that we're kicking off. Hey, listen. Give us about 5 minutes here. I got some good stuff after we get this after we get this stuff done, okay? Go ahead.
2: Go ahead, Mel. All right, thanks, coach. Hey, um Mr. Producer, if you'd go to the action button at the top, please and go to current action. All right. So, today we're officially announcing a double action. Um Christians fighting back. And if you'll go down a little bit. So Coach has been talking about tractor supply and how they're supporting drag time story hours. So um, we're going to be doing that. And Amazon, you know, these major corporations that are bowing down to these woke agendas, we're we're coming right out against them. So scroll down a little bit further if you would so we can kind of show. And then the next one is um, keep going, Spencer. There's a Holy Spirit board game that Amazon mm-hmm. has on its website. It's basically a Ouija board. Keep going down. Maryland Salt and Light Brigade is asking us to join an action. He's given us a sample letter that we can use to write to the Amazon headquarters. So um, you know, make sure to go onto the website and participate in these. This is not hard to do. You can send an email out to that support line for TSC in no time at all. And then, you know, just draft a letter. You've got some resource, you know, wording here if you want to pull from it. Um, but anyway, let's let's get busy and support this action. Um, you know, we need to start fighting back. Spencer, if you go back up to the top of the page, I'm just gonna go through. If you go to the homepage first, I'm just gonna take a second. Just I've I've got a complete update on the website, so I just want to make sure that you guys know what's here. Scroll down if you would, just kind of quickly. So, um, you know, we've got you know the announcements really are the actions, so you can get to them on, from the homepage. Keep going, just scroll down, scroll down. Um, network, we've got about 50 ministries that we're supporting and connecting to our network, and this gives you an idea of what states they're in. Keep going down, Spencer. And if you want to join us, you can click the button. We've got a few events that we've posted now, too. Um, next, if you would go to the network um, from the top navigation bar, the network, there we go. These are the 50 organizations that we're supporting in alphabetical order. So you can, you know, kind of scroll there. A lot of for a lot of these, these are going to be organizations that those of you in the huddle probably are familiar with. So just be aware of that. We've got all the Salt and Light Brigades here too. I think a lot of them are on page two alphabetically. And then if you would click over to the media tab, please, Mr. Producer. I've just been working on that this this weekend. So we've got content creators, of course, Coach Dave, um, Dr. John Diamond with America Unhinged, um, Ohio Brett with the Christian Revolution, Neil Peterson with Harvest Revival Center, um, Resistance chicks. So anyway, I just wanted to let you know that um, I've been working on that, and that's all, Coach. Thank you so much.
1: Yep, I don't know anybody's doing what what Mel's trying to do here, and that's trying to organize the team into a huddle. It's really really critical and really important, and. Appreciate the time that you're putting putting forth, one. And you know, I'm I'm hesitant. I'm looking over here. I want to bring in Jeff to talk about his play that he's running here on on uh, Thursday night. But I, again, the same thing I just said, Jeff. We don't want the other team to show up too. So I I don't know how we uh uh. Anybody have an idea how we how we do this without letting the other team know? Uh, we'll talk more about we'll talk more about that tomorrow. Cool. Everybody go to that? Uh, all right. I'm going somewhere today. Oh. Uh, I promise I am. Uh, I went to the uh, Drag Queen Story Hour this weekend <clears throat> uh, in Columbus, Ohio. And I didn't say much about it that I was going to be there because as soon as I say something about it, then the people who follow us, they show up, the opposition shows up, and I didn't want to do anything of that. And in fact, the Proud Boys were there, and I, I've had some association with the Proud Boys before, but never uh, like what I experienced on Saturday, Saturday morning. I went to I'm going to show you some stuff here that I think is important. Now understand this, friends, that the media, and you guys know this because it's happening to you, the media and others will try to scare you away from CoachDaveLive.com, Salt and Brigade, whatever, whatever. People will try to scare you away because they listen to the media. And so we all know from January sixth that certainly the Proud Boys, why they're bigoted and hateful and uh, uh, violent and insurrectionists, and uh, right, we know all that, right? We all know that because that's what they told us, that's what the government's told us. And so uh, I knew better, but I thought I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to go down there. In fact, I want to encourage my wife because she's the one who kind of stuck me in the ribs. Says, "Come on, let's go, let's go, let's go down there." And Glenn and crin were there and uh uh Lexi was there and some some others were there. But for the most part, I just went down as kind of a casual observer to the Proud Boys and what was gonna go on. Because I knew at some point it was gonna develop into a, a spitting match that the good guys against the bad guys, depending on which side you're the other side thinks they're the good guys, right? Hate, 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 hate. Hey friends, can I ask you something? If I wanna stop uh this is one of the signs the Proud Boys had, I thought it was Uh, really good. He said, we don't hate homosexuals. We love our children. And I said, boom,
0: boom.
1: (laughs) We don't hate homosexuals. We love our children. And their theme was grooming, 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 stop grooming our children. Stop grooming our children. Right. That was that was the whole idea of it. So I want you to pull up number seven for me, Spencer. Uh, You guys may not want to watch this. This is what we prevented. Now, Spencer, play this at about, I think it I think we can play at about 1.5 speed. But uh this this drag I didn't talk much about it last week. This drag queen story hour was, Spencer, let's do that. Hang on a minute. Pull up uh I think I've got the website of the church, don't I? Don't I have it in there, Spence? Come on, man. Coach, tell me we did. Tell me we did. Uh uh come on, coach. Well, believe me, it did. Universal, uni, yeah, Unitarian. There it is. This is the church that was sponsoring the drag queen story. Look, this is kind of dry right now. Stay with me. I'm setting. I'm setting the scene here. All right, and they were going to have this drag queen Christmas, of course, drag queen story hour. And word got out that the pr- Proud Boys and others were going to show up, and uh, they canceled it. They can't. The church. Uh, I use that term loosely. They canceled it. They canceled it. So when we got there and the Proud Boys were there, there was no drag queen story time hour at this wicked, wicked First Unitarian Universalist Church of Columbus. Unitarian Universalist means they don't believe anything. You understand that? They believe everything. (laughs) They believe whatever. And, And so they were going to show how loving they are by exposing young children to vile, vile men. Sexually sexual deviants, sexually confused demonic men. Somebody give me a thumbs up. Does this? Am I sounding hateful? I'm not sounding hateful. am I? I don't mean to be. Don't mean to be sounding hateful. With with again the love 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 Right, we 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 not we understand how the game's played, but see the problem is not understanding how the game's played is understanding how many stupid people don't understand how the game's played. So again, I went down because I wanted to. I just wanted to be a cat. First time ever, I went to the streets. I didn't wear my hat. Didn't wear my hat. First time ever, I wanted to just kind of be an observer. And uh, wow, okay, so I want you to see what we stopped. Can, can Are you ready? You ready? Now, this is not the actual show. This is what we stopped. By the way, they charge admission. You could watch it online. Hmm. Unbelievable. Go ahead, go ahead and play this for us real quick, Spence. I think that's the one right there.
6: This is a guy. This is a man.
4: you
0: want us to be with you, Christmas, my Christmas trees, delicious. Light you up, put you on top. Let's la 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 Let's go.
1: Christmas! a wicked, wicked, sick man. He's not alone. Keep going.
2: Here,
1: here, here, the, best time of the, year. the man performing in front of children. Crowd Proud Boys showed up and this didn't go on, folks. Do you understand? Do you understand? That showing up makes a difference? Go ahead.
3: Joining the team.
1: Christmas. The first children. Taking pictures. That's, That's a man. One. There's nothing but the perverts in there watching. Would anybody disagree with me? Everybody in that place is a pervert taking pictures of this crap. Let's go to the next one. Let's go to the next one, Sp- Vin- uh, Spence. No, no, stay there. No, no, stay on that one. Stay on that one. Just fast forward a little bit. Let's get to some other of these w- wonderful performers.
5: Catch,
3: me,
1: me. Couldn't wait to take my grandkids there. Next one. Go to the next one. Somebody just said nobody wants to see this. You need to see it. Scroll to the next one. Scroll to the next one. This might be the last one nobody
5: the end. End.
1: okay you can pull it down this is what we stopped this is what this is what the this is what the proud boys stopped All right now I'm gonna show you something I got two things I got to show you number one bring up number four bring up number four for me real quick don't text me and tell me nobody wants to see it. The are to children. The are to children. Jude, the servant of Jesus Christ, brother of James, to them that are called sanctified by God the Father and preserved in Jesus Christ and called mercy to you. By the way, let me stop there a second. Go to number three. I just got to throw this in just because just I like causing trouble, I guess. Matthew 13, what is this? Matthew 13:55. Is not this the carpenter's son? Is not his mother called Mary? and are not his brothers James and Joseph and Simon and Jude? Hey folks, how did Jesus Christ have family members if he she was ever virgin? Is not this the carpenter's son? Is not his mother called Mary? And are not his brothers James and Joseph and Simon and Judas? Huh. Book of Jude. Book of Jude. Okay, cool. So let's go back to the book of Jude because I'm going to show you what's happened. Scroll on down. Beloved, let's go to verse 4. For there are certain men crept in unawares who were before of old ordained to this condemnation, ungodly men, turning the grace of God into tolerance, diversity, and acceptance. And denying the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ. Right? There it is. And the angels that kept not the first estate but left their own habitation, wonder who that would be. Hath, he had to reserve an everlasting change under the darkness into the judgment of this great day. Boom, I'll turn, my, I'll turn it off. Let me, let me turn it uh-huh. Hey Craig, hey, Craig, listen. Craig, if you want to criticize, come on in. Come on in, Craig. Craig's accusing me of being ashamed of Jesus because I didn't have my cross hat on. Come on in, Craig. Boy, you're vicious, ain't you, Coach? I am, Craig. That's yeah, because okay. I'm, tired. I'm, I'm tired of these cheap I'm shots, Craig. I'm Craig, I'm tired I'm of these cheap, cheap shots. Shot. Hey, that Craig. Was like how much had to be shown. Come on in. Come on in, say it. Hey, Craig, come in and say it publicly. Don't keep sending me these cheap shots, dude. I didn't Stop send them it. to you. I sent it in a group text. I didn't send it. That's even shot. worse. That's even worse. That's all right. That's all right. That's, I'm worse. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Ashamed to Jesus. No cross hat. And then let's just go on, and keep showing some faggot on on TV. How, does anybody here? Does anybody here think I'm ashamed of Jesus? Does anybody? in this? Huh? 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 Absolutely not. What, well, no. you said
0: you, first time. Craig, ever, I didn't wear Craig, a cross hat.
1: Craig. Craig. Listen. You better check with the darkness that's in your own heart towards me, brother. I'm going to tell you that I right hey, now. Hey, hey, hey. I, no never. Craig, Craig, you got a bone to pick, brother. You better check your own heart.
4: I got a bone Amen. to pick, yeah.
1: uh-huh. least, Amen. Evil men have crept in unawares and have changed the truth of the gospel into a lie and worship and serve the creature. That's how we got into the mess that we're in here. This right. is what you're good at. Iron sharpens iron.
7: It doesn't decapitate the brother.
1: Huh? Let's keep moving. I'm. Ke- I'll keep moving. I'll keep moving. Um. So, uh. So here's what I know. Here's what I know. Pull up for me the Ohio Revised Code. And I, I, I took these and handed these out. By the way, well, Corinne helped helped me hand out a lot of them. Public indecency. Public indecency. No person shall recklessly. Do any of the following under circumstances in which the person's conduct is likely to be viewed by an affront and by and affront others who are in the person's physical proximity and who are not members of the person's household. So those little children that they were getting ready to do this um, drag queen story hour in this church in front of people who are not their children, not members of the. uh, okay. and what are you allowed to do? This is the law. I got a video. I went to the police officer and I gave it to him. So said, why is this law not being enforced? Why isn't this being enforced? No person shall do what? Expose their person's private parts. Engage in sexual conduct, master. Engage in conduct that to an ordinary observer would appear to be sexual in conduct. Any of you ordinary observers out there that think what we just saw was sexual in conduct? Would anybody, uh, any ordinary people think that's uh, sexual? Anybody, any ordinary people out there? I mean, yeah, no person shall knowingly do any of the following under circumstances in which the person's conduct is likely to be viewed by and affront another person who is in the person's physical proximity, who is a minor, and who is not the spouse of the offender. So, so the law is there. There is the law. Right? Why is it not why is it not being enforced? So I showed you what we stopped. Pull up there for me. Go to my Facebook page if you will. We'll spit you real quickly. I'm sorry, get back on stride. Slide scroll down a minute. Okay, here this is about three minutes. This is I did a longer video and then I did another video. By the way, if you can't see on my hat, it says, uh, it says, uh, (laughs) I can't remember, under God. It's got God and nation under, God, under nation. Go ahead, play play this. This is about three minutes. Just giving you, because look, they lied to us about who the proud boys are. Okay, go, play. So I'm just going to kind of wrap it up here. There really hasn't been too much, too much opposition. I just want you to know this friends, they've been lying to you. They've been lying to you about who the who the proud boys are. These guys are God fearing men. I don't know why they you know, I don't know why they dress in bark. I don't know all that. But all the guys that I've talked to here, they're believers. It's a group of believers. Guys who are not ashamed of the gospel and understand that we're in a spiritual war. So they dress in war garb and come out. They've come, I've talked to several, and they've come from all across, all across the Midwest of the year. It's not just Columbus guys. Every one of them. Good people, good people. And across the line, you know, there's some some pushback over there across the other side. There's always those who want to stand up for wickedness. And then, like, here comes a car. Some lady wants her children. See, there you go. Hey, hey,
2: hey,
1: hey. So, again, it comes back to we're really, really confused about what Christianity is, what it's about. And uh, especially now, if we won't stand up and protect the children, huh? the children, it, children, children who are being groomed, Stop that's exactly sorbets, what's going sorbets,
3: on. What's strawberry, shortcake?
1: shortcake? So okay. now we just have a little bit of oh, do- dialogue look, back a and a forth. that's Chinese info. A bunch of hey, groomers. So how how you're You're paying people. I know about you. I know about y'all. Chinese. 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 I don't know. You can stop at Stop, man. Uh, uh, I don't know why the Proud Boys wear masks. I, you know, I, I don't know why they do, but they do they wear masks. But everyone, ever, every one of the Proud Boys, I did not talk to all of them. Every one of the Proud Boys that I spoke to were uh, brothers in Christ. Now, hang on. That doesn't mean the same thing to everybody, does it? But their message was a biblical message. To everyone, I didn't see any of them get out of, out of control. Go towards the end of this video a little bit, Spence, because I think this is important. Because I want to show you what the media does. Keep going right about there. should be good. There, right there, right there. So there are some guys who show, I don't know who they are. I think they're on our side. I think they're good guys. Uh, they showed up in uh, fatigues and weapons, ARs and all that kind of stuff. So the lady in the red is the local media. So who do you suppose the local media goes to? See, they want to portray the narrative: violence, Christians, violence, Christians, violence. Now, I don't know were these guys infiltrated. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if they, I don't know if we're, they're set up or not. But yeah, I'm, one I'm of the Proud that.
7: Boys coach told. Uh, yeah, I, told I think they they're, they're good. They, they, were ahead, three, they were called the Three Percenters. And I said, what? So I said, what what does that mean? And uh, uh, one of the Proud Boys said they're um, they're pro, uh, you know, pro guns.
1: Okay, so are we. We're pro guns. But see, this 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 plays right into the narrative. Right. Violence, guns. Now, we shouldn't be ashamed of guns. But here's the point I'm trying to make. The media was drawn to them like a magnet because that's the message that they want to get out. Most of you, even in this queue, don't really know what kind of, what to say about the Proud Boys. Are they good guys or are they bad guys? And the only reason you feel that way is because the media has painted the picture that they're the bad guys. You get it? And I had a chance to talk to several of these guys, and uh, they'd come from all over America. They'd come from Georgia. They'd come from South Carolina. They'd come from... That these weren't just these just weren't Columbus, Ohio guys. So uh, it just reinforced again to me the battle that we're facing with the media. We've been following what's going on with Elon Musk and all that stuff, and how the government has been. <laughs> what a what a wicked country we live in, right? So I don't I, look. I don't want to bog you down. I want to get some of you in here in a second. I got a couple other things I want to show you real quickly before I do. If if I could, uh, hang on, hang on there. Let me see where I am. Uh, no, yeah, no. Oh, pull up Mrs. Coach. Pull up Mrs. Coach real quick. It's a standalone email. This was pretty good. I had a guy send me this. That he caught he got a screen capture in Boston. This guy lives in Boston. <laughs> and he got a screen capture of the story that they were running in Boston. And there's Mrs. Coach back in the background. So she was a uh, Mrs. Coach made it famous in, in uh in Boston. What else did I want, Coach? What did you want here, Coach? No, that. No, no, no. All right, come on in, Clay. I'll find it.
0: All right. Well, people can argue whether or not the proud boys are going about what they do in the right way or not. But here's what we know. We know that in the case of Sodom and Gomorrah, and we know that in the case of the Great Deluge, the flood, that uh, there was a lot of sinning going on. And in those cases, God didn't say, Well, I'm going to take all these sinners and I'm going to destroy them off the face of the earth. But the ones that knew about the sin and going on and ignored it. Well, you get to come to safety. That's not how it worked out.
1: No. And and Clay, again, here's the point. The point that I want to make. The proud boys showed up and the homosexuals fled. Bible says evil. The righteous are as bold as lions and evil men flee when no one pursues. These guys just showed up out on the street exposing what was going to go on in that church behind them and they shut it down. Now, why did they shut it down? They shut it down because it said violence. Hey, folks.
0: And that's my point, they, coach. Are,
1: are they doing violence to those young children's minds? Are they doing violence and destroying those young children?
0: At the Bible the says the they're of doing something about it.
1: From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of God has been violated. It's been violated. And for some reason, we're supposed to kiss and make up and love these guys as they do. Groomers make Santa sad. That's the sign the guy's holding. Now, look at this guy. They're standing there. Do they look like hell's angels? Yeah, probably do. They probably do. But I know this. They drove all that way up here because they cared. It mattered to him. Dr. Paul, come on in.
3: All that toxic masculinity. Oh, my God. Yeah. Anyway... <laughs>
1: that's right
3: that's right right on i i sent you a um uh an interesting article about uh um you you started simone gold you know she was kind of a plant and all this but yeah she she was the face of the health movement right three percent actually represents it's the war of independence it was three percent of the population that made the difference the ones that were willing to give it all up for the right reason. And if it means you have a gun in your arm and you're ready to get killed for it, I mean, you're not going to get be the first one to get shot if you don't have a gun in your arm, right? They're, they're the ones that are going to go after. They're, these are cowards, coach. These no. are cowards, and men have to stay in their lanes and keep doing what is right. It's simple, coach. And I love love this show today because there are a lot of wolves out there
1: So so look so look here's the thing, folks. I'm not as I tried to because my be honest with you, my wife was a little bit taken back by the weapons. And I said, "Honey, you don't have to be afraid of the guys openly carrying the weapons. You know they have them. The ones you have to be afraid of are the ones who are carrying the weapons, and you don't know it. You understand?" See, these guys were doing, as I see it, these guys were doing nothing more than bringing, coming out with their Second Amendment rights. Was it intimidating? Yeah? Yeah? Can I tell you something? Being there is intimidating. Being there across the street and having those vile people screaming stuff at you, that, that's intimidating. But are we, are we going to cower and back down? because they did something that intimidates us. Look, can I ask you something? Does fighting sin mean you hate the sinner? Does fighting sin, pointing out sin, mean you hate the sinner? Or is there something uh, something protective in this exposing of sin. Jesus said it had nothing to do with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. Because why? A guy carrying a gun that you don't know he has is far more dangerous than a guy carrying a gun that you that you can see. You understand, folks? And everything that's going on against us now is under the cover of darkness. It's concealed, Carrie. The homosexual agenda is concealed, Carrie. They're bringing their weapon and they're doing it in drag queen story time. They're exposing. They're, we're exposing what they're doing. Boom. And the church says, Love them. Love them. No. It hasn't anything to do with loving them. It's exposing the dark agenda that they are promoting. Anybody, anybody get it from me? I'm, I mean, I know you guys do. I know you guys do. I got I got more. You hang in there. I'm not done yet. Julie, come on in. Then uh, go ahead, Julie. Then the producer, then Emma. Go, Julie.
5: Good show. Um, Just my thought. Um, The infiltrators are trying to make the group look bad.
1: Yes, 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 yes. That's why it's very, very, that's why I just said earlier. It's why it's very, very careful. We have to be careful when we, folks, that's what happened to January 6th. They were infiltrated. And who did the media run to and take pictures of? And the FBI, who'd they take pictures of? The infiltrators. The infiltrators. It's happening. We were warned about it in Jude. They've crept in unawares. They've changed the truth of the gospel into a lie to make them feel better about their sin. Universal uh, Unitarian Church. They're calling themselves a church. Sort of like Lutheran, I think. Come on in, producer. Then Emma.
2: Yeah, Coach, I was just going to let you know that yesterday was another. there was another drag show that was stopped in Moore County, North Carolina. Uh, but uh-huh. this one was... Uh, that they apparently, it was sponsored by Fort Bragg, the military, and the local community tried to cancel it. They couldn't get it canceled, so instead, they took guns and shot up the power stations, so that the power was out, and it's still out today.
1: Oh, oh. <laughs> so but but you guys, you get what I, you get. What I said earlier, hey Spencer, uh, pull up, uh, go to my Facebook page again, because I want you to see what I handed out to everybody. As why well, I didn't, that's not true. What we handed out, right there, lower Spence. No, no, that's bad enough. Go, maybe it was up, maybe it was before it. I'm sorry. <clears throat> there, that's a, that's a copy of the sheet we handed out, and there's nothing more than the copy of the higher revised code. And if you watch the first video I did live, I talked to this. I was talking to the sergeant, sergeant of, of the police department. He agrees, but I know this from years ago. when We used to go to the. Uh, the homosexual parade, that uh, the police officers, they would come walking, folks, they would come walking down the street nude, tits flopping, sorry. They'd come walking down the street with their breasts exposed. And I would point it out to the the cop, and the cops would say, sir, we've been told not to enforce it. Right? Uh, Were the cops told not to enforce Pastor Bill Dunphy's street preaching? They weren't told not to enforce that, were they? So it's a selective enforcement of the law that we're up against. See? Evil men have crept in unaware. It's the same thing. You see, it's the same spirit, the same spirit. Emma, come on in.
4: Coach, I was told many years ago that the kindest thing to do, the most loving thing to do is to tell them the truth. Amen. So if the truth then it
1: should. Hey, hang on. Stay right there. Emma, stay right there. Go back here, Spencer. Here's why I fight. Do you know what I would do? Do you know what I'd do if I saw some homosexual down on the street corner in front of my grandkids? you have any idea what I would do? Why is it okay if it's okay with somebody else's grandkids? Can somebody explain that to me? Because, see, those little grandkids right there, they're going to live in the same world with these other freaks that will be de- being demonically educated. You with me on this? This is serious stuff to me. Serious yes, stuff and to me.
4: Proud Boys uh, offered to help us come back to our car when we went to a Stop the steel
1: rally downtown.
4: <laughs> Columbus, a couple years ago. So I I
2: know they're not all bad.
1: I, no, maybe I, Emma. They're not bad at all. They're not bad at all. You know what they got? They got testosterone. Yes,
2: they believe, they, do. Huh?
1: Yes, they believe they in do. testosterone. They're not ashamed of the gospel, and they believe in testosterone. Go ahead, Dale.
3: Brother, you know I'm sitting here, and and of course I'm agreeing with what you're saying. And I, and all of a sudden I saw the spiritual light click on, brother. And hear me out. The drag queen story hour is actually doing the church's job because the church refuses to expose it. They're exposing themselves. Think about it, right? Everything that is hidden, and I see this, brother, what we're seeing in the days, everything that is hidden is going to be exposed. And if the church don't want to expose it, guess what? The devil himself will expose himself.
1: Hey, Dale, the rocks themselves will cry out, won't they, brother? That,
3: well, brother, huh? you know that's right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the rocks themselves are going to cry out. They're going to cry out. Amen. Amen.
0: Amen. Go ahead. Go ahead, Keith. When people would wear the dead skins of animals, what would it be to do? pulled out the paint cans what do you suppose we could do well get painted
1: well keith Keith, what 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 are they telling the church to do what are they telling the church to do about this folks this was taking place in a church don't you guys understand what the enemy is trying to do they move the drag queen story hour inside a church, and then those of us who oppose it, we become haters. Don't you see how the game's played? Look at this church. They're loving and caring. Why, they open the door up to everybody. You guys are hateful. You get it? You get it? And the, the Proud Boys were there because why? They protect children. They protect children. Why? That's not very manly, is it? Wow. Dave Allison. Come on in, Dave.
3: Uh just one comment about the cross. Yeah.
1: Um, soldiers always don't wear flashing red beacons on their helmet when they go into battle. Of course not. I didn't want to make it about me, Dave. When when I show up, <laughs> come on. <laughs> you guys know this, right? <laughs> oh my goodness. I went down, I went down there because I wanted to. I wanted to get a good firsthand look at what the Proud Boys were about. That's what I went down there for. Amen. Amen. Oh my goodness. Okay, I want to. I want to. I want to play this because I think it's important. Pull up, uh, God. I didn't number my stuff. Pull up number five for me, Spence. Go to the two-hour mark. This, if you guys have not seen the movie, "The Enemies Within the Church," the video, "The Enemies Within the Church." It's, unbel- it's exactly what, what we've been talking about here all, all morning. The enemies within the church. Because the church has been neutered from infiltration. Evil men have crept in unaware. So I want to play this. You can put it at 1.5 speed. I think we're okay. This is, this is at the end of this video. Uh, Spencer, if you would, put this video in the chat. I would encourage all of you to watch it. Enemies within the church. And... uh just just listen to just listen to this. Go ahead and play.
6: The problem is not that people don't want the gospel. The problem in America is not that the gospel's too weak and the devil's too big. The problem is people won't preach it. You substituted it with sugar. If we would preach the gospel, we could still save this country. The gospel is the only way to save America. Obey the gospel. And what is the gospel? It's a kingdom with laws. How do you save America? I'll tell you how. You have to preach the real gospel and you have to confront people and be willing to have them say, You're mean. I don't like you. You have to be willing to lose your job to stand for something. You have to be willing to not get invited to some party. You have to be willing to be uninvited from the next family reunion. When Jesus said, If you're not willing to turn your back on your brothers and sisters and mother and father, you can't be my disciple. He was serious. I'm tired of fake Christianity. It's hard enough to do my job. I need real warriors. Preachers who are listening and watching, you've got to preach the real gospel and stop patting people on the head. You've got to do what Jesus said to do and you start the gospel with repent. The kingdom, the laws, you broke them. You cannot skip that step. If you skip that step, you're cheating people out of salvation. It begins in the pulpit, but it immediately leans upon you sitting in the pews. You are the ones that are called to herald the gospel to your friends, your family, and your neighbors. You're the ones, not just us. It's you too. You have to tell people, listen, there's a kingdom, there's a it has laws. You can see it in the Ten Commandments. It's the simplest way to look at it. This is simple. You've broken them. You're in trouble. You've got to repent. Jesus made a way for you to get saved from what you're gonna get if you don't repent, and that's hell. What am I supposed to repent for? Just because you say it's sin, I don't think it's a sin. No, you've got to repent for your sins. Well, how does anybody know that they've sinned? Who gets to define what sin is? Us? No, God does. You have to take them to what the apostle Paul said is the schoolmaster that leads them to Christ. What is the schoolmaster according to the Apostle Paul? In Galatians 3.24, he says that the Old Testament law, the law of the kingdom, this is the schoolmaster that'll get you to Jesus Christ. What do you need the law for to get to Jesus Christ? I thought Jesus did away with the law. You thought wrong. Jesus did away with the law of sin and death. He didn't do away with the good ideas of not lying, stealing, and cheating, and killing each other.
1: Maybe (laughs) taught by Antinomian heretics.
6: You don't even know what that verse means. The founding fathers lived in an era when the church valued the law of God. They loved it. They loved the Ten Commandments in the churches. The pastors cared. That was the era. In 1789, when the Constitution was ratified, they codified the Ten Commandments into state law in every state. That's the difference. And why did they do that? Because they were preaching the real gospel in those days. They had George Whitfield. They had people that knew what the gospel was. They were running around saying, God loves you. Have a flower. So we find the Apostle Paul Acts chapter 17 Verse 30 Listen to the Apostle Paul Preach the same thing I'm supposed to be preaching And you're supposed to be sharing With your friends that need Jesus This is his words Acts 17 verse 30 God is now proclaiming to mankind All people everywhere Are to repent Because he set a day On which he will judge the world In righteousness Through a man Whom he has appointed Having furnished proof To all people By raising him from the dead That's Acts 17 30 and 31 And that's the Apostle Paul Preaching the real gospel The one of repentance When you preach the real gospel You'll get real gospel results When you preach a counterfeit gospel, you will get counterfeit gospel results. Do you know what would happen in America if every pastor next Sunday began to preach the real gospel I just explained to you? I'm gonna tell you exactly what would happen. I want you to listen carefully. They would have half the church leave. And it would be the best thing that ever happened to the American church. Flush out the fakes. Flush out the Amen. Flush out the pansies. Flush out the people who want all the Jesus without any of the work. And that's why they won't do it. They know what I know. You get up and you give somebody a puzzle piece they get mad they'll never come back. The best thing that would happen in America is if American pastors would get up and stop Playing games with people. Tell them there's a kingdom and it's got laws and you're breaking them and we don't tolerate that around here. You'll run them out of the building. And then you know what happened two weeks later? God would come back to church. The presence of God would come back in the room because all of the people that are an offense to him that walk around in their lukewarm sin would be out of there, not contaminating his house. Let's put the right box top in front of us and start reassembling the shattered pieces of our civilization and our church. And let's pray that God will raise up pastors who are willing to run some people out of their congregations so we can start fresh. Maybe we can turn this around.
1: Amen. Amen. So put that in the chat. It's about an. It's long. It's an hour and two hours and eleven minutes. It's it went fast. I put it on uh, fast speed, folks. It's <clears throat> infiltration, not invasion. It's happening everywhere we look, and if you followed Elon Musk at all, it's amazing, amazing the behind the scenes con- conniving that's been going on between the devil's team. See, they play together. They fight together. They have no scruples. They have no value. Oh, they have values. Those are the ones ruling over us because those of us who carry the name of Christ drop the ball, not engaged. Love everybody, tolerance, diversity, homosexual pastors, homosexual uh, choir leaders, homosexual, right? Come on! Twelve Amen. Republicans, twelve Republican senators just voted for homosexual marriage. Twelve Republican senators. Come on, Reggie and Rich.
4: Yeah, morning, Coach. I'm going to speak about a truth that it's very really hard for Christians to wrap their head around. But I'm going to speak it about it, and it is an absolute 100% truth, and it is a fact, and it's a Trojan horse. It's been going on for eons, and so what it comes back to, and I know people roll their eyes, but it is, it okay, it, the Jesuits are a militant group, and you can be speaking to a Jesuit that's not wearing a Roman collar, okay? So what they did is they had, they are the ones that run the seminaries regardless of denomination, okay? Infiltration
1: infiltration mm-hmm, yeah. yes
4: they have trained a great 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 percentage of christian ministers catholic priests etc cetera, etc cetera, of every denomination we're talking even rabbis and people will n- they'll never figure this out because they just don't understand how it works and operates so when we're sitting in pews and we're being, we're being programmed these people are programmed jesuit militant strategists they are actors but yet they're programmed. So when you hear 100% Christianity, know that there's an altar in there that's 100% demonic. So people don't even understand it. They're like, no, this person's so Christian to the bone. And they're like, they, they just, they don't get that. There are, if you can study this, you'll there are signs that will, they, they do have what I call glitches. You will see through it. You, you just know certain behaviors. You're like, oh, I know where you are. I know where you're from. I know where you come from. You're not Christian. But so that is, that's why we see what we see in all the t- denominations right now. So it was, a it's a Trojan horse. It's,
1: Evil it's men of crept in unawares. Hey folks, could homosexuality ever have become mainstream if the church had opposed it? Could it ever have happened if the church had opposed it? So they infiltrated in, took over the pulpits, and tolerance and diversity has become the American gospel. Rich, come on in. Matt, come on in, Matthew. Rich. Somebody. Somebody save me. Jeff Klein, come on in. Matthew, you were up there. Hang on. Let's go back to Matthew. Go ahead, Matthew.
7: Your hands Hi, up. Coach, you there you
1: go. There you go. So
7: I uh, I pastored the church down here in Bladesburg, Ohio, Knox County, on the school board over at East Knox. we got a big meeting coming up uh, Thursday night. Got a lot of stuff going on. But people's wanting to blame the schools. Um schools are at fault, but it's a result of direct ungodliness. Our pulpits have not been doing their job for wow, probably Amen. 30, 40 years. Uh they won't speak out against sin. They won't uh they won't preach about righteousness. Our focus, Amen. I've been back teaching our history. America's forgotten our history altogether. Yep. yep. Where yep. we've been founded on. I seen the picture of your grandchildren on there. I look at children in the most innocent form of life on the face of this earth, and they're a direct—they are a direct creation from God. They're a gift from God. They're created by a man and a woman, and we have got to really start instructing these children again. Um, we can't—we're we, not going to vote this out of office. We're going to have to spread the gospel across the nation. And we're going to have to start training up the children again. Yeah, I'm all for, we need to stand and protect them as much as we can. But the real problem is not training children up in the way they should go. That uh, that doesn't just fall on the schools that goes back to the parents and the grandparents. And then we need to get some of these godly parents and grandparents involved in the schools because Mm. it's the biggest liberal agenda the devil knows the earlier age that he can get in there and start training, he's got the next generation. That's what so. it says,
1: um, uh, Matt. That's what it says. And it says, right, hey, quick, quickly, thank you, Matthew. Spencer, pull up real quick. Luke 17. Luke 17. Because this is how serious it is, which Matt was just talking about there. Then he said unto the disciples, it's impossible that offenses will come, but woe unto him to whom they come. It were... It were better for him that a millstone were hang around his neck and he cast into the sea than that he should offend one of these little ones. Now, folks, he said it twice. He said it in Matthew 18, Spencer, Matthew 18, verse 6. He said the same thing, 18, verse 6. But, woe whosoever shall offend one of these little ones which believe in me, it were better for him that a millstone were hang around his neck. That he were drowned in the depth of the sea. And today's churches are telling us that we are to love those who deserve a millstone. Boom. It's not, it's not that we don't love, it's who do we love? Do we love the truth? Do we love the children? Who whom do we love? That's the, that's the debate. Amen. Sorry, that, that's the debate. Do we love the Lord or do we love religion? Do we love Jesus Christ or do we love our denomination? Do we love the truth or do we love our pastor? Which one is it? Because sometimes, friends, it cannot be both. That's why we're in the mess we're in. I salute you, Matt, for doing what you can, fighting up there, getting involved. We all have to get involved. The, The drag queen story hour at a church in Columbus, Ohio, was shut down because Christians showed up, oh, they were dressed funny, and they had a funny name, but they showed up, and they canceled it. Johnny Burkeen, come on in, Johnny, then Andrea.
7: Jesus said it twice that it would be better for them to have a millstone, so it tells me that he's got something worse in mind than
1: a millstone. oh but <laughs> that ain't good, is it? Because a millstone around my neck thrown in the buckeye Lake don't sound very doesn't sound very enticing to me, right? So that would be the better of it, he said. That would be better. That millstone and drowning you would be better than what you're going to face when you stand before him. Thanks, Johnny. Love you, man. Andrea. You have to unmute, Andrea. I don't yell at first-timers. Keep moving. Keep moving, <laughs> thanks, Chad. I'm running. I'm running out of time. Anybody else want to jump in here? Let me see. Let me see. Uh, I did that. I did that. I did that. Well, see so, that
7: what what they cl- canceled it for is because they they were they feared the the threat. They feared of pushback. See, they they regained the initiative on that,
3: and they that's what,
7: because they don't they're not scared of the typical church. People showing up out there.
1: That's right. Hey, Chad, the evil men flee when no one pursues. Nobody was pursuing them. People were just standing up there and saying, You ain't gonna do that here. You go do it here. Brett, come on in. Hey coach,
0: thanks for leading this locker room. Proud to be on your coaching tree. Amen. Amen. Jeff.
3: Coach, just want to say glad to see Pastor Matt in there this morning. But here's what happens. When you go out and start reaching some of these pastors, I think we're going to find some that are ready to stand. I think so, too.
1: We're behind you, Pastor Matt. We're behind you. We need more like you. We're behind you. Clay.
0: As far as the Proud Boys wearing masks, I suppose that they're trying to not help the enemy make their job easier. Because they're setting people up, so they're making it a little bit more difficult on them by wearing a mask.
1: Plus, plus, it's scary. It's scary. Hey, one of the greatest moments when we were there on Saturday, some some uh, homo supporter was over on the other side, and he was screaming over, hey, if you're proud, take off your mask. If you're proud, take off your mask. He's standing there, if you're proud, take off your mask. And I, everything went silent. I yelled across, and said, hey, bud, do you wear a mask at work? He about about peed his pants. (laughs) Oh my goodness, my goodness. Hey, listen, man. We can win. We can win. We have to realize that when you get into an when we engage an enemy like this, it's not that we hate them, it's that we love our own. We love our own. I love God's children. Rather than these wicked, evil men are going to stand up and see, that's the gospel that they've been preaching to us, that you are not to be judgmental and hateful, and the church is bought at hook, line, and sinker. Wow, what a time to be alive. Hey, Bridey, in 11, I'm going to do this again. God bless you. See you then.